Hello, and welcome to the Your Sparrows podcast. Tonight is kind of a cool night. Um, we're just kind of freestyling, and that may or may not be because I forgot that <laughs> tomorrow is podcast day. And so in um, a beautiful effort of procrastination and just really careless oversight, we are freestyling. But God is so good. And I had... Um, coffee with Bethany. I was at a wedding yesterday and we left at four o'clock in the morning, drove all the way through from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and then ended up in Richmond around three and met Bethany for coffee. And then my youth kids didn't come to youth because <laughs> I work with youth kids on um, Sunday nights. And so no one came. So we're doing a podcast now. And you guys really didn't even need to know that that was like way long. But if you're listening to this podcast, you enjoy some of the ad-lib, I guess. So, thank you. So, this is Bethany. Hi, (laughs) y'all. Bethany, tell us um, a little bit about yourself, and then tell us your favorite weird thing about yourself. Well, first of all, I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Kelly, for having me. Uh, My favorite weird thing about myself... um, Oh, well, first, a little bit about me. So, I'm from Mechanicsville, Virginia. I graduated from Regent University uh, this past May. I've lived in Colorado three times. Uh, Colorado has my heart still to this day. Um, And, yeah, I have a golden retriever. He's great. (laughs) Super random. Okay. Um, And then what was the question? Sorry. What's your favorite weird thing about you or that has ever happened to you? My favorite thing about me, mm-hmm. uh, weird, mm. like fun fact, but I'm trying to word it differently <laughs> so it doesn't sound like we're in some like weird group circle. That's like my favorite thing about me. Awful. <laughs> uh, I love that God has given me the gift of singing. I love to sing. Singing is my heart. Um, don't like to sing on the spot, but <laughs> but I love singing, and God is definitely. Um, yeah, bless me in that, so that's a really that. cool thing about me. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, so today we're kind of doing some freestyle, um, so we're just going to talk about different things um, mm-hmm. and whatever's kind of like on our hearts, and um, I guess just kind of catch up um, and talk about friendship and all of that, and just kind of have the next 20 minutes of just some good just conversation, I guess. Sounds good. So, <laughs> Bethany... Um, I'll let you tell how, like, we met and our friendship and all that different stuff. So, okay. So, how Callie and I met, it is the coolest story. Uh, It was just a random evening in the summer, a couple summers ago, three summers ago? 2015. Three summers ago. Wow. So crazy. Um, We're like kindred spirits. We literally feel like we've known each other for, since we were born. Um, pretty cool. But yeah, I ended up going to a Bible study for a university here in Richmond called VCU. And I was just looking for friends and just wanted to come to a Bible study. And our mutual friend invited, um, both, or well, she came separately, or I think you had been coming. Uh, that was my or was that first, first night. Cause I like well past the college age group, oh. even at that point. And so there you go. I was like, sure. She invited me to the Bible study. I was like, sure, I'll come. Yeah. So she invited you, which is a big deal because like I hate meeting new people. So like, (laughs) 
introverts, she might. <laughs> um, so she invited both of us, which was crazy. So God used that. And then towards the end of the night, we just clicked. Like yeah. God just brought up what was going on in her heart and her story at the time. And same thing for my heart and my story at the time. And uh, God told her to just go ahead and talk to me, like trust this person, be her friend. And we just hit it off and we had long phone calls and we hung out. Actually, I don't think we even hung out that much. We just had long phone calls all the time. No, we hung out like right after because I was like, why do I feel like I've known this girl for literally my whole life? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I told you my whole life story. I'm like, hi, I'm Callie. This is your complete stranger. I'm just going to tell you everything in my entire life. Yeah. Here's like everything. I don't know why, but here you go. But then here we are three years later and we're besties and it's wonderful. The same personality. We're both INFJ which is the best the best (laughs) (laughs) because we get each other and so yeah Kelly's just been in my life for the perfect timing and God put her in my life and put me in her life hopefully in like the perfect timing oh entirely and uh yeah these past few years we've just been on the same wavelength literally on the same page like god's doing this oh cool i can call callie because she's probably going through the same thing so yeah she's my best friend oh <laughs> so that's um, our story yeah well and i think it's cool just to kind of bring in to you know audience and inclusion and not just kind of us um talking but I think the beautiful thing is like what a godly friendship we have and I cannot think that I mean literally there has never been a single time that we haven't talked about God um whether it be on the phone or texting or hanging out we can't Um, help ourselves no it's it's (laughs) It's always like like our five seconds into the conversation well because what's cool is I don't know if anybody has taken the Myers-Briggs test hopefully you have because it just opens a world of um not that to be your sole identity, but I think it really does help you understand yourself on a deeper level on yeah. little idiosyncrasies that you haven't noticed in yourself. And so if you meet somebody of the same personality type, it's wonderful. Yeah. And so primarily in both of ours, we love deep conversation and conversation that is meaningful and yes. has profound thought and kind of goes beyond um that kind of like how's the weather and that's not to say like other personality types don't have that but just especially infjs like we thrive off of that that's like giving us energy. like m&ms it's like here you go like <laughs> yes thank you sure <laughs> like, deep yeah. talks you know like i love it um <laughs> and i'm so appreciative that anytime you and i talk we it's always ends up us talking about god and i think um that is such a testament of a godly friendship yeah and a friendship that God brought together by two girls who probably are not super keen to go <laughs> meet a whole group of no. new people they've never met before. No, not at all. <laughs> puts them in the same room, gets them to talking, really works in both of our hearts to just be vulnerable yeah. and open and share. And then, you know, like all these years later, and <laughs> we're um, we're so close. And I think that I love that because that's those godly friendships. Also, I believe our safe havens yeah, to really speak um, in that open environment and share, this is what really is going on in my life. Yeah. Um, and it's so powerful. It's such a cool testimony, our friendship that the Lord has blessed us with. Cause 
if I'm going through a rough time or she's going through a rough time, whatever we're going through, even if we call and we're mad, we're like, I don't want to talk about God. God still comes up in the conversation and we still end the conversation with so much peace and so much joy, even though it might be a hard conversation at the start. Um, God just has made us like the Holy Spirit does crazy things with us and it's the yeah. coolest friendship. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, and so, yeah, we never, I don't think we ever leave a phone call where we're like, that was awful. <laughs> no, I, <agree. laughs> I never want to talk to Callie again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope not. No, <laughs> no but I, but I agree. Like, I think it's, um, it's just wonderful. And it's, it's a good reminder too. um, because I think a lot of times, like, we can get so in our own heads with situations. Yeah. And we can impose thoughts on God that God never said. Yeah. And that God never, um, God never placed in us. And we can let those self-doubts and also just the doubts of the enemy really speak so loudly. And so when you have, that's the importance of community. When you have somebody uh, that you trust as a confidant, that you trust with your whole heart and is of the faith. Yeah. And you bring them the issue. And, and they look at it from... Not just their opinion on the perspective, but like what what do I think God's doing? What yeah. do where do I see the God marks in this? Um, I'm really trusting them with that. That I believe it really um, gives a whole new perspective and things that you might not have realized and clearing up lies that the enemy told you or encouraging you that like hey it's gonna be okay and this isn't the end and this isn't. Um, this isn't a period. God's still typing away. You yeah. just haven't seen it and you haven't turned the page yet. Yeah. Um, I definitely believe godly girlfriends are so important yes. or godly guy friends if you're a guy listening um, to have. I mean, opposite sex is a beautiful thing as well, but there's just something so special about being able to hold each other accountable and mm-hmm. challenge each other and entrust your deepest, darkest secrets with someone that can just give you godly wisdom and really pray for you and love you and, um, just cares for your soul. Mm-hmm. And, um, also if you're going through a season right now where you maybe don't have that friendship, pray for that because I'm dead certain that Callie and I probably prayed for that so much. No, it's so true. And, um, and God delivered and he will, he will deliver. And if right now you're going through a season where you don't have that friend you're looking for, or maybe you want a relationship or something, just know that God wants to be that friend. God wants to be that person. And when you grow content with him being that friend or that person in your life that, you know, feels like something's missing or you're feeling alone, know that he wants to fill that place first. And then he wants to, you know, like overwhelm you with the best friendship ever, but he's got to come first and he's got to fill that place in your heart because no person can like Callie doesn't fill me. (laughs) Um, the Holy Spirit does through our friendship. And so it's so important to make sure that like, if you're looking for that right now, maybe God wants to call you into a friendship. Um, and honestly, that's the best place you could be is have a friendship with Jesus because there's nothing like it. It's, it's so much better than a human relationship, but then add a human relationship on top of that friendship with Jesus. And it's just like so fulfilling. And so, um, yeah, it's so, it's what we're meant for. We're meant for community. We're meant for fellowship with one another. We're meant to, um, 
and trust our emotions and our feelings and our thoughts and things and process them with other people. We're not meant to be, to live and go through this life alone. And so if you're alone and you don't have that right now, I, my heart goes out to you because I've been there and I know what that's like. And I just want you to know that Jesus wants to be your friend right now and, um, we'll be praying for you and know that, um, you can definitely ask the Lord for that and he will deliver that when the season and the timing is right. You will have that best friend. Um, yeah. So no, I, I agree. Saying. No, I agree <laughs> My completely. No, I agree completely. I um, I don't know if you guys are Bonhoeffer nerds like me. If you don't know who Dietrich Bonhoeffer <laughs> is, um, you are not alone because not many people do. <laughs> uh, but Dietrich Bonhoeffer okay. is my personal hero, and he um he was actually a pastor in Nazi Germany who actually went up um, against Hitler and the plot to assassinate Hitler um, because he really felt that God was calling him to do that. Um, but prior to that, that was kind of the um, climatic point um, of his life. But before that, he was kind of a rock star young pastor. He had to wait. During that time, you had to wait till your mid-20s to actually become an ordained minister. Um, but he was so fast-tracked because he was gathering these crowds, not because he was some televangelist because they didn't really have all that then, Um that was feeding people lies, but because he was feeding them truth. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool. Eric Metaxas wrote this biography on him, if you want to learn more about him. But anyway, one of the works that Dietrich Bonhoeffer did while he was alive um, was a book on community called Life Together. And he talks about in there how don't be fooled that we create our own community because God gives us our community when we ask him. Mm. Um, and so Good. what that means, that's not to say, like, oh, well, then God gave me this community of hood rat people that I'm hanging out with as, you know, like, that's that's not what I'm, what he meant by that, not what I'm saying. What it's saying is if you pray for it and you ask God to bring you your godly community, God will put a way that mm-hmm. you, he'll highlight it to you. You'll be walking and see there's a small group and, oh, maybe I should join that. Or who knows how you might meet. I mean, gosh, Bethany and I have met people at concerts who we've like yeah. had these like wonderful friendships develop yeah. because of the of Jesus, yeah. you know, and that common thread of loving God so much and wanting so badly to pursue Him and to use every ounce of our lives for Him. And I think people can, you can, we, we find each other. Yeah. You know, I I mean, light attracts light. Yeah. And it also brings in darkness. And so you have to be, you know, test the spirits and be discerning of the friends that you have. And also, I really feel like I'm supposed to share this with you guys. Also, um, Callie and I have gone through this. Sometimes there are seasons when God has to weed out people in our lives that are not beneficial to, uh, his plans for us and he has good in store for those who love him that is in Romans I believe um, you know it's in it's in the word um but I just want to yeah I just want to reiterate that for you guys because it is so important if there are people in your life that are not benefiting your relationship with God that are discouraging you that are giving you anxiety stressing you out or they're just plain mean or they're taking you down a path you didn't want to go or maybe you just realize I'm becoming a person I don't want to become um 
just really talk to the Lord about that and ask him to weed out the people that aren't supposed to be in your life. And he will. Oh my gosh. He will do it so quickly. Sometimes it's 21 hours later and you're like, what? (laughs) So, yeah. And so if speaking for a friend. Yeah. So so if, if, um, if that happens, just know that like, it's okay if God is weeding people out because he's going to bring new blooms in and he's going to bring friendships that you never knew you needed in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Callie coming into my life, me coming into Callie's life, he had to weed out people before. and But he has great in store for you. And so just know that if this is a season of pruning and he's removing people that, you know, that's going to hurt and that's hard and there's loss and definitely talk to him about it and talk to your friends and your family about it. But know that letting go of that now is going to be so much more beneficial for you. And, um, you're going to have so much peace in your life, letting go of those people that, yeah, we're holding you back from all of the greatness, all the Ephesians through 20 that God wants to shower down on you. Um, and you yeah. can flourish more. I mean, if you if God takes out the weeds out of your life, there's more room for you to grow. Yeah, um, exactly. And to flourish as a person. And sometimes I don't think we realize people who are actually weeds and are depleting us of um, our own nutrients, our own mm-hmm. um, abilities. And that's not to say, like, don't be... You pray about it and let God reveal to yeah. you who those weeds are because he will give you the glimpse um, and the lens through which to see that. But... Um, really just handing it over to him, open palms, God, whatever is yours, you take, um, whether it's seasonally, whether it's forever, yeah, it's, it's yours because everything is his in the end. And, and just handing that and just submitting that to him, he's only going to give you his best. Yeah, um, exactly. and I think sometimes, I mean, it hurts. It's hard when God takes a friend out and, it makes no sense. You didn't do anything and you rack your brain for months trying to figure out what did I say? What did I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but just then realizing, okay, that was God and that will be done and okay. Yeah. And, and then knowing that God is going to bring people to be like on your team, if you will, to really encourage you and to <clears throat> help you get to that next level and that next chapter of your life. And I, I think sometimes we don't realize how sometimes people are, are keeping us from turning the page mm-hmm. and we might not even realize it until retrospect. Yeah. And also it could be that this friend just needs to be removed for a small period of your life and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And maybe God wants to remove you from someone else's life for a little bit. And it's not necessarily that they're a bad influence. It's just, he's got to work on them and maybe he, you know, our God is a jealous God. He wants, sometimes he uses isolation as a time to draw us closer to him and to draw us closer to his plan and his will for our life and that could look differently than someone else's and you could be on two different um, sides of the staircase but be on the same staircase going up but you're just supposed to be separated right now and that could be a relationship too it could be a time where God's removing you from each other's lives to work on you and that might mean a breakup or that might mean you know you come back together one day or maybe he has someone else for you both are you talking like romantically Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, no, I was like, I was like, wait, this this sounds a little weird on friendship, yeah, but it's just, okay. I mean, like, I wouldn't call a friendship like ending like a breakup. A but, sorry. I'm, like, <laughs> um, I'm just leading where the Holy Spirit. I'm just going. a comic like, relief okay. right now. So no. 
Um, you're fine. But yeah, so if it's if it's a relationship, yeah, a no, relationship, I agree with that. Entirely. It could come back. It very well could come back. Boomerang. And yeah. And be stronger. Um yeah. and so same thing with a friendship. Like God cuts it off, brings y'all away from each other. Don't fight him. Like it's a great time to grow and he might bring that person back in your life mm-hmm. or he might have better for both of you um, to grow towards his will and his yeah. purpose and his plans for your life that are so beyond what we could ever ask, dream, or imagine. And so just know that um, also a job, like losing anything in mm-hmm. life, uh, school, a dream, whatever it is that maybe a broken promise, just know that God's got better, that mm-hmm. it's not the end, that it's the beginning, it's the start of something better. And just know that whatever you're going through right now, if you feel stuck, if you feel alone, if you feel abandoned, if you feel like God doesn't hear me or God just completely wrecked every dream I had, um, Callie and I have been there, (laughs) Um, just know that like God's got that job, God's got that person, God's got that dream and it's going to be a million times better and maybe he removed it for a little while because you were focused on the promise rather than the promise keeper and the promise keeper is so much more um yeah he's he's so much more of what we need not necessarily the promise and he's more concerned with working on our character than he is getting to that destination point that he promised us and so just know like whatever you're going through right now if God has removed something or if he's added something um just continue to run back to him and let him be the core of your life and mm-hmm. the core of your friendships and your relationships and they will thrive and they will flourish and they will be so blessed. Mm-hmm. I agree. And um, the last thing I was going to say is just really with godly friendships. Um, it talks a lot about <clears throat> in Romans 12 about rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning mm-hmm. with those who mourn. And I think that's a vital piece of a godly friendship is being there in the good times and bad. Yeah. Um, standing by that person. And even if your life is going really well and that person is going through a hard time, um, standing by them mm-hmm. or vice versa. Because I think that is such a vital um, thing that we often neglect. And yeah. I think just in such a world with um, so much mental instability by so many people and so many people feeling depressed and anxious. And I'm somebody, I, I suffer a lot with depression. Um, and I admit that fully. Me too. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know too many people who have it. It's, um, but it's, it's, it's it can be debilitating, but yeah. I think knowing that you have people in your corner that you can call and you can say like, today's rough. Yeah. And, and standing by them because then, you know, like in, in the greater days too, then you get to be part of the good times too. Yeah. Um, and so that's just kind of I like agree. one other thing I wanted to throw in, just a beautiful aspect of godly friendships that we have to choose to exercise and choose to mourn with them choose to rejoice with them choose to be there because that's what we're called to do yeah I'm sure people I'm sure y'all have heard of the um you attract who you are basically Mm -hmm. um especially in a relationship like you're gonna attract like, who you're looking for is going to be looking for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so if you are working on your character and your growth with God, then you're going to attract people who are doing the same thing. And if you're not and you're, you know, if that's something you're not working on right now, you're probably not going to attract 
the best people into your life. You know, you might attract a mentor, which is awesome, and they'll pour into you. But if you really want that godly best friend, that um, accountability partner, that kindred spirit, uh, the person you can call, you know, any time of the day, and they'll run and be in your corner to pray with you, um, your prayer warrior, then um, you got to be working on yourself as well. Because you got to be able to, like Callie said, you've got to be able to be strong for them when they can't be mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so, um, working on your walk with the Lord daily is so important to be like, be a good friend and be, be the best friend that you're looking for Yeah, because you truly, you know, there'll be days where I'm sure Callie's like, I'm really tired. I really don't want to help Bethany right now, but I love her and I'm going to help because, <laughs> you know, we all go through that. And like, there are some days where, you know, we're introverts, we're exhausted, yeah. but we pick up the phone anyway, if exactly. one of us needs the other. And maybe it's five minutes because we're drained, but, <laughs> but it's, it's becoming that best friend in advance. And so if that's something you need to work on, I would definitely encourage you to work on that and you will see a huge difference in the people you attract in yes, your life. I agree fully. You become who you hang around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like the five closest people in your life are be who you become. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well... So I hope this has been good. No, this no, is this our is freestyle. This is our freestyle, which well, ended up actually place. being a very concrete it was type actually really thing, cool. which I love it. And that's kind of cool, like how God will work like that. Um, yeah. But do you want to pray us out or do you want me to pray us out? Do you want me to pray? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share our hearts with uh, Kelly's listeners. And I just thank you that you had me here at the perfect uh, time and place and that you spoke. It wasn't us. It was truly your heart for whatever uh, Callie's listeners are going through. And we just thank you for this podcast and we thank you for blessing it and just having your hand upon this conversation. And I just pray that you would be with every single listener um, that hears this podcast uh, this week. And I pray for their friendships and I pray for their relationships and whatever they may may be going through, Lord. I just pray that you would, um, yeah, you would give them peace in it and that uh, they would know that you care and that you are all over it. You are overwhelming them with your love and overwhelming them with, uh, yeah, your grace and just that they know that you have it and they don't have to hold on to it anymore. They can let go and give it to you and experience true freedom. Um, so God, whatever that may be, uh, you know, their hearts and they, um, yeah, I just pray that they come to you and that they hear your call. And Lord, I just thank you for, uh, again, for the message that you had for everyone today. And I just pray that everybody has a great rest of their Sunday and great rest of the week. And um, we just glorify you and thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. (laughs) That was awesome. That was crazy. That was awesome.